Hey, this is uh, Dr. Steele Correct, and uh, uh, we're here with the Fantasy Doctor podcast. This is week 13. Uh, we're talking injuries. We're talking week 13, and even as we speak right now, we've got one of the games going on, which is near to dear, dear to my heart. But I know my uh, co-host, Jesse, may not care as much about it, but uh, the Cowboys are playing tonight. Hey, Jesse, how are you doing tonight? Good. How are you? I'm good. Good Good to be back in the fold after being away for about a week and a half. And it, it was crazy. We were, you and I were just talking about it uh, offline, how so many injuries have happened over the last week, week and a half. And, and we've got a lot to cover. So um, it, it's been crazy. How are you doing? Good. No, I, the, the, I feel like there's like 30 to 35 different players that are banged up. Uh, you know, like it's just this time of the year when everybody's banged up. Every team has at least a couple different injuries, uh, and you really don't know who's going to play until Sunday morning. There's a lot of guys that are questionable. I feel like there's at least 15 different wide receivers that are questionable. People are on their third and fourth running backs. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. Well, we definitely know who's not playing for the Giants on Sunday, and it's Eli Manning. And, And the way this all folded out was very weird and controversial, and this is going to end his streak of, of about 210 uh, starts. Uh, it, it's just amazing to see how this all kind of came about. What do you think? Uh, what's your What's your thoughts on this this whole uh, dethroning of the Manning? I mean, as awful as he was the past couple games, I mean, he's better than Geno Smith. I mean, he gives them at least a chance to win. I will always have some hatred in my heart for Manning after he took away two Super Bowls from my Patriots. But I do respect him, and I I do respect the fact that he's been able to play this long, which is utterly incredible, especially in the NFL, regardless of how many rules they put up about not hitting the quarterback. So it's just unfortunate. I mean, if it was an injury, that's one thing. Uh, But, like, just benching him to bench him, I mean, it's not like you're going to go anywhere this season. So just – let the guy play out. If he gets injured, then you put in Geno Smith or even Davis yeah. Webb or Webb. But I just, it's ridiculous. Well, I think it's ridiculous. It shows a lack of respect for Eli. But it almost tells me that the Giants are going to tank the rest of the season. They want to see what they have on the bench. They want to see what their future can hold. And do they need to go to the draft board this year and pick up a, another quarterback? Or do they have the future of the Giants? from the quarterback position in one of these two guys. And I think that is the move. I certainly don't agree with it. And, and it certainly shows a lack of respect for somebody who has really uh, carried the team, although questionably at times um, over the last you know decade or more. So um, a very interesting call for the Giants. Now being a Cowboys fan, hey, I love to see these guys crumbled in NFC East. No, unfortunately, <laughs> we're crumbling right now too. But that's oh, yeah. the way it goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Another well, crazy with... return this week, Josh Gordon. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I, 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 we'll see how he does. I mean, I, I am not, uh, I'm not hoping for a lot. I, I, I don't know that he's going to really produce, um, but we'll see how he does. You know, it, it's been a year full of guys who are no names filling in for for our, our marquee players. Josh Gordon, to me, is is never kind of been. A, a marquee player. So I, I don't know. We'll see how he does. I mean, what do you think? His story is crazy. I read the, the the story the other day about when he was at Baylor and just selling drugs and he was always high. And uh, I mean, it was just crazy. The amount of talent he has 
to be able to function. He said he would drink a couple shots before each game. He would chug Bagdad 2020s. Like, it was just amazing. And the fact that he was just, like, he just put up monster numbers in that one, I think it was 14 maybe. Um, I, I'm curious. He won't do much this week because um, the Chargers are legit, and they have the number one corner yeah. in the country in, in Hayward. But and uh, great, I'm curious to see. Great defense, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, he's been away for two years, right? So, yeah, I, I don't think you're going to see anything from him in the, in the, from now to the end of the season. I think, you know, he'll have some sparks of greatness. But really, I think it's just getting his feet wet, getting him ready for 2018. I think that's really what this is about. I think it makes sense. Lada, you yeah. want to start off with these uh, monster load of injuries and try to bang them out? Yeah. You know, shoot out with just uh, with uh, James Winston. Let's you know we, we've been waiting for him to come back, and here he is. Yeah, um, it sounds like so. The, the reports have been kind of iffy about what exactly happened. Um, it sounds like he did get a corticosteroid injection in that AC joint, was throwing shoulder, and possibly PRP. I I haven't. I don't know. Either way, um, it sounds like he's returning this week. I am a little concerned about him. Um, I feel like they're rushing him back a little bit, and their season's kind of in the tank anyway. Um, either way, D, he's playing, they're playing Green Bay this week. FDX is down on him with only a score of 23.5. Um, that makes basically Green Bay even defense, even a decent play. And I wouldn't be surprised if he went out with a repeat injury or he struggled. So I'm avoiding him at all costs. Yeah. I'm. Mean, you know, listen, have you ever had an AC joint sprain? Mm-mm. So nope. I would say I never have until I went sandboarding last week, which is one of the wildest things, like snowboarding, but on a big dune. And I actually had an, a, a type 1 AC joint sprain with a rotator cuff irritation. I'm still dealing with this thing. And it's only been about a week, but, man, is it painful. It's painful to lift your arm. It's painful to sleep on this thing. It's painful to lift patients. It's painful all the way around. So, you know, a quarterback who's relying on the shoulder to be able to throw, to be able to have accuracy, to be able to zip the ball down, you know, I agree with you. I think they're rushing him a little bit with the season kind of pretty much gone. Why do it? Um, so yeah. I agree with you. I think, you know, he'll he'll play. He is a big injury risk. I know that's why we're down on the FDX score with him. Uh, but let's see what he does. I mean, yeah, obviously, uh, Tampa Bay wants to – wants to get their, their marquee guy in there as quickly as possible. And yeah, keeping the of theme of, of quarterbacks, Matt, Sta- Matt Stafford seems to continue to have issues with this ankle. He re-aggravated it in the fourth quarter last week, had it all taped up, was able to continue and play. But, you know, it, it certainly is something that is a little worrisome. I don't expect him to be missing any time this weekend. I think he's going to play. I think he'll be fine. But you know what? He's got an Achilles heel here now. So he's got an area that if he gets rolled on, he gets pushed on, he twists, this is an area that can really cause him to, to really uh, limp and, and lose some zip in the ball uh, this weekend. So oh, yeah. um, I'm curious to see what you think, how it's going to affect him. Yeah, Baltimore is – defense is legit. They're going to target him and pummel him. I am very concerned about him. All his receivers are downgraded. Uh, FDX doesn't like him. They have him as the number 21 quarterback this week. Um, I'm avoiding him. I thought he actually also sustained a knee injury, but based on when I saw it, but I, I don't, uh, they didn't report anything. I'm avoiding this week. I, I just don't think he's, I don't think he's, uh, no, 
nowhere near healthy. He's going to take another week or two if he doesn't get any worse this week. Yeah, and, and for our fans, you know, the FDX score is our proprietary score that rates the health of these players from week to week. It's kind of like the FICO score that you all have for your financial health. And then we have the FDVX score is the value-based score that these guys bring to the table week to week. You'll want to check it out on our website, and you'll want to kind of get some insight because uh, we we have some some very good accuracy with this, and uh, and it's very good for predicting your, your roster and even the, the performance of these guys from week to week. So what do you think about Christian McCaffrey with a shoulder? Yeah, this kind of just popped up out of nowhere. I was expecting more out of him last week. I did a, a stack with him and Cam in one of my leagues uh, in the, uh, I think it was DraftKings, and he just disappointed. I mean, maybe it was shoulder, maybe it wasn't related at all in game strip, but unfortunately, um, I, I'm a little concerned about this. My suspicion is it's probably an AC joint as well, um, but I, they haven't really said anything besides shoulder. Could be a rotator cuff, but either way, I expect him to play. Uh, he's got good potential this week. It's going to be a shootout in New Orleans. Um, he FTX has him as the number ten running uh, ten running back, uh, but uh, I'm leaning him more as a, a number two uh, as opposed to a, an RB one, just because I'm a little concerned about uh, that shoulder. If he takes another hit, he may not uh, be able to do much, and he may uh, be end up on the sidelines. But yeah, he's definitely got tons of potential this week. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. It's, it's been unclear what exactly, you know, is going on with the shoulder, but I think it's going to be an AC rotator cuff, and we talked about it already. You know, these things are very painful. They take time to heal, and, and uh, you know, we'll see how he does this weekend. Devonta Freeman is, is dealing with a lot of things from his concussion to his shoulder and knee. What are you expecting from him this weekend? So I was disappointed he couldn't go last week because he had a great matchup. Uh, they're playing Green Bay, or sorry, Minnesota this week, which is a tough matchup. It took a, him about 17 days to clear those symptoms and return to uh, full participation. Uh, seeing how this was his second concussion this year, it's not awful, um, but I believe it's his third overall. Um, having that time off also helped his knee and his shoulder. Um, he's got a tough matchup this week, but I, I still think he's definitely an RB2. Um, FTX has him as the number 24 running back. Um, I think he'll be okay. He's definitely at high risk for re-injuring himself, um, but he does much better at home, and they're playing at home this week. So I'd start him in season longs with confidence. I'm a little more concerned in terms of daily fantasy leagues. Yeah. Well, you know, talking about concussions, Doug Martin suffered his concussion uh, to this Sunday, and uh, you think he'll he'll be good to go this this coming Sunday, or you think this is going to be a, a week without Doug Martin? No, I'd be very surprised if he were to make it back. Yeah. Uh, I don't know his concussion history, but the odds of him um, being able to be cleared in time are it's almost impossible. I mean, uh, if if they're following the true protocol, which you kind of have to believe they are, um, it's about a five-day return to play, and most of them don't practice on Saturdays, and the game would be on Sunday, so you're kind of uh, you'd have to literally start the protocol the next day, which is possible. But uh, Peyton Barber. Uh, who's like the third running back there, actually scored two touchdowns, I believe, last week. So um, it's going to be hit, hit between him and Jaquiz Rogers. But uh, I do not expect Doug Martin to go. I, I give him another week or two uh, before he's yeah. ready to rock and roll again. And, and we, you know, we know these things. I mean, concussions are a big focus of the NFL. And the bottom line is most of these guys miss at least one week, and, and many miss more than that. So, yeah, I'd be very surprised if he actually shows up on, on Sunday and, and he's even – 
is even uh, suited up. But, uh, you know, obviously he'll be evaluated tomorrow, and we'll see what what happens. You know, yeah. going back to shoulders, Damian Williams had that shoulder dislocation. Uh, if you look at the film, it didn't look so bad, but he dislocated the shoulder. He had an MRI two days ago. We don't know what that MRI shows. Um, there is a chance after about two to three weeks that he could play with a harness, but there's also that chance that if the MRI showed that he had a tear of his cuff or his labrum, that his season is over. Now, we're not hearing anything uh, that, that surgery is being contemplated, so I'm, I'm thinking that it's going to be two to three weeks before he plays again in a harness. Um, what's your read on this? you think it's going to be any different? Oh, no, I completely agree. I think it's kind of funny that Coach Adam Gase has yet to rule him out, and he initially called him day-to-day, so I'm, I'm just wondering where he got his medical training because that's obviously not realistic. Uh, but I just uh, I think Drake is going to rock and roll for the next couple of weeks as as the RB uh, the main RB in that in that backfield if they're up against Denver this uh week who's they got a decent uh defense uh, even though it's not as good as we've seen and i think uh Drake's the number 17 back uh, ranked this week by FDX um and even if Denver stacks the box and Cutler may be able to do something but i don't expect Damian Williams back for probably 2 to 3 weeks realistically and then if they see something concerning or he's still not able to heal then they'll uh put him on IR and be done for the year. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and you know, we're, we're working our way through our injury list and, and fantasy relevant guys. What do you think about Aaron Jones and Ty Montgomery? Uh, do you so think was, these guys are going to be uh, good to go this weekend, or do you think another week before they, they make their way out? So I was pleasantly disappointed last week when Jamal Williams, who I didn't think would have a good game, ended up going – bananas and then it burned me in one league but uh, I think uh initially I thought well Montgomery should be back first I mean Aaron Jones had a grade two MCL um sprain so I'm like eh but actually it looks like Jones may be able to return this week and uh Montgomery is probably not going to be able to make it my suspicion is they probably realized that Montgomery came back too early and re-injured his ribs or suffered a different injury to the ribs we don't know but uh, so they're going to probably hold him out until he's 100%. Um, but uh, unfortunately, uh, Montgomery's going to be out. Jones has a chance to return, which then kind of muddies the water with Williams. So, we're, you know, kind of keep your eyes on that for Sunday. And then depending on uh, if Jones is in, that will depend on whether or not you start Williams. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think you're absolutely right. Um and, and so now I'm going to switch gears to the NFC East nemesis for my Cowboys. The Eagles, obviously this year, are having a, almost a fairy tale season. And Alshon Jeffries burned my uh, the Cowboys on week 11. He had his ankle injury but played. And then last week there was no injury reported. He played. And then he suddenly pops up this week with his foot injury, which sounds like more of a foot sprain. He practiced yesterday but was limited. I haven't gotten any insight as to what, whether he practiced full today or not, or was he limited. But I think he's going to be good to go on, on Sunday. I don't think this is going to be an issue for him. Um, and I imagine that the Eagles will continue to roll and, and you know, uh, continue their winning ways, unfortunately. Uh, where do you put him in your, your listing of uh, players for this weekend? So uh, if you were to tell me at the beginning of the year that the Eagles-Seahawks matchup would be a big deal, I'd say, okay, maybe. But it's actually shaping up to be one of the best games this weekend. Um, the the Seahawks with with Sherman out and they're just banged up uh, in, in the secondary. 
Um, I think Wentz is going to have a, a pretty a pretty good solid day, and Jeffrey's going to be there to be a recipient. I think that he's going to end up being a top fifteen wide receiver, uh, and uh, FTX agrees with me uh, at eighty nine point two as the number eleven receiver. Um, he definitely's got plenty of potential. Um, uh, the Seattle Seahawks are very good. I think they're the number seven DOA versus the tight end. So uh, Ertz may have a little bit more difficult of a time, but it doesn't seem to really bother him. So Jeffrey may be targeted a little more, um, but I think he'll be good to go, like you said. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, you know, Juju. He's been a sensation for the Steelers, and, and the Steelers kind of seem to have their groove back this year. And, uh, and Juju has injured his hamstring. Now, I'm not surprised uh, that he injured his hamstring, but you know as well as I do that these hamstring injuries can nag throughout the rest of the season, especially if you don't give it time to rest or you get dehydrated, you get fatigued. Um, what do you think? Juju's going to be good to go, or you think he's going to be uh, benched this, this weekend against the Bengals? No, I think he'll be good to go. The good thing is he's got till Monday night, but I'm a little concerned because uh, the, Bengal, the Bengals always played Pittsburgh well, and Pittsburgh struggles on the road. Um, if he he's definitely good to go, I think he's going to play. Uh, it will steal a couple targets from the target monster and an unbelievable uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, but I just I, I would sit him unless you don't really have any other options. Uh, just because I, I don't know what to make him this week, and all it takes is one uh, one burn or one issue with him running, and he's going to re aggravate that hamstring, and then he's done for the game. Um, right. but I would wait a week before having confidence in him, but he will play this week. Yeah, I absolutely think you're right. I think you got to give, uh, he's got to prove to me that his hamstring's really behind him. And, and again, you know, with fatigue, with dehydration, with one, one wrong cut, you're absolutely right. That hamstring can get pulled again, re-aggravated, and he's done shut down for the game. So um, let, let's see what he can do. Amari Cooper, you know, we talked about concussions already. If you saw that hit, the video, he took a mean hit for, uh, from from the safety, uh, but it injured his ankle, surprisingly, at the same time. So he's in the concussion protocol, and as we talked about it, most of these guys are going to miss at least one week, so I think he's out for this week. It gives that ankle a chance to, to heal. It seems – I went back and I looked at the video and I looked at it really carefully. It seems like it was a low-grade ankle injury. I don't think that's going to be what holds him up. I think it's going to be the concussion that holds him out, and I think he's gone for this week. Um, yeah. you agree? What's your insight yeah. on that? Yeah. Unfortunately, he, uh, uh despite uh, a good matchup versus the Giants, he will not play. Uh, Crabtree's out with this crazy, stupid suspension. Um, so uh, unfortunately, I think Cooper will be out at least this week, maybe next week, um, depending on how severe his symptoms are. And then, uh, I, uh, it was, it was pretty bad hit. So unfortunately, um, I don't expect him to play this week, but um, if you're lucky, maybe next week. Uh, but that ankle injury, as you said, I think uh, I think you uh, you're right, and he'll be okay. Uh, the the yeah. concussion will limit him more so than anything. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, so, what do you think about Robert Woods dealing with his shoulder? Think he's going to be yeah, out for another week or two? Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I don't think he's good to go. I mean, this is kind of a Chris Hogan situation where he's dealing with a, a probably a pretty severe, maybe a grade two AC joint. Um, and he's already missed uh, at least, I think it's been at least one week, almost close to two weeks now. And I think he'll miss this week. Um, I don't believe he's practiced at all. Um, and uh, I would expect him to miss this game versus the Cardinals. Uh, Cooper Cup 
uh, is projected as the number 14 wide receiver um, as per FDX. And I think he'll do uh, some of the kind of uh, the dirty work um, for the Rams and in, in, in what will be a actually half decent game um, as I don't feel like they're giving Watkins really any, any uh, they don't have any faith in him at all. Yeah. No, I, I, th- I think, you know, at least another week. I have not – I was looking at the reports, the practice reports. I have not seen him playing or practicing yet, so I think he's going to be out for at least another week, and then we'll have to see. Um, so let's talk Kelvin Benjamin because the Bills, you know, Kel- Kel- Kelvin Benjamin has this meniscus tear. And whenever I hear meniscus, unless it's a small tear, most guys are opting to go to the operating room to get this cleaned out. Um, but it, it sounds like uh, Kelvin Benjamin himself actually said he's going to deal with it for a while. So it sounds like this is a small tear. He's not going to need surgery, and he's going to try to finish out the season. Unfortunately, as you know, when you have a meniscus tear, all that running and jumping and, and, and turning and twisting puts that meniscus tear, if it's small now, puts it at risk to tear even further or get caught. And so I, I, it'll be interesting to see how much this affects his play. Clearly, the Bills docs can, can numb him up and inject him with some steroids and inject him with some numbing medication to really dull down the pain. But this may, even though being small, may impact his play. Um, does that change the way you are going to roster him this weekend? Yeah, I don't want anything to do with him. The Patriots defense is turning legit. They've looked fantastic over the past three or four weeks. They finally fixed their secondary. I don't want anything to do with uh, with Benjamin, especially with this meniscus. All he has to do is cut the wrong way, uh, plant the wrong way, and he's going to be miserable. That knee's going to swell up, and he's just not going to be able to do what he needs to do. I think Zay Jones will be the number one. Clay will be effective because the Patriots will take out McCoy as much as they can but I think this game will actually be a sneaky shootout Uh, but I have no faith in Benjamin this week maybe next week we'll see yeah I think he's got to prove to me that this meniscus is not really a big issue for him so I want to see what he can do out there this weekend Alan Hearns has this ankle injury he injured it back in week 10 he's still questionable for week 13 he actually did not practice yesterday so to me that bodes very poorly for this weekend. And although he's really day-to-day, I don't think he's actually going to be out there. And if he is, I don't think he's going to be effective. For me, I would bench him if I had him. I don't even have him on my roster. But uh, to me, I'd be sitting him. Thoughts? Yes. Uh, unfortunately, I'm concerned about him as he hasn't done anything. and He hasn't even practiced this week. So he's going to miss his third game in a row as far as I'm concerned. Lee, um is also banged up, but I think he'll go. He's dealing with an ankle, I think, himself. Um, and FTX is a little down on him. Uh, they're playing the Colts, which they should easily uh, beat and, and sack Brissett like a million times. Uh, but uh, I don't have any faith in Hearns this uh, this week in terms of returning. And maybe, I mean, it sounds like maybe even more of a high ankle sprain at this point, even though they really yeah. haven't said much. He's been out for three weeks. I mean, it's Yes, you can have pretty decent ankle, low ankle sprains that will keep you out, but unless it was a pretty severe one, um, you typically expect to see him back, you know? At least practicing, right? I mean, and that's that's what, what has me a little bit more worried, and you're absolutely right. That's what makes us think more of a high ankle sprain where three weeks into it, he's still not practicing. So uh, we'll see yeah. how this plays out for him. So Greg Olson, let's talk about Greg Olson because he had this Jones fracture. He had it fixed. A good friend of mine, Bob Anderson, down in Charlotte, 
uh, had a screw placed in it, was out for eight weeks, and we've been looking at this quite uh, uh, closely on Jones fractures. And, and if you look at the data that, that our research group at Duke has developed, these guys really need nine weeks before they should return to play because if they don't, their chance of re-injuring is very high, and 60% of them go back to the operating room for a second surgery. And now wow. Greg Olson tweaks his in his first game back, tweaks this foot. Yes, he saw Bob Anderson, and yes, the x-rays didn't show anything. But you know what? And I know it's the first game back, but doesn't this sound a little bit like Sammy Watkins? I mean, this to me yeah. is, poten- is potentially – the same kind of issue where Greg Olson is going to try to play. He'll try to keep going through the entire rest of the season, and he won't be super effective. I mean, he'll have have little bits of, of fire there, but he's not going to be somebody that I would want to play. In fact, if I had him on my roster, I'd, I'd get rid of him to make room. Um, so for me, this is I wouldn't touch Greg Olson, and I won't be surprised if in the offseason he has a second surgery. You agree with this yeah. uh, of, of staying away from Greg Olson on your roster? Definitely. I mean, um, you're you're the specialist in this area, but I know that the, the Jones fractures are legit. They're a pain in the ass. They uh, have a tendency to re-injure quite easily. He obviously banged it up last week, and I don't even think he played half the game. Um, and even though he saw Dr. Anderson this week and just said, you know, he's dealing with soreness, no repeat fractures. I'm very, very scared. I am avoiding him at all costs, and I don't think they should play him this week, even though he probably wants to go. Yeah, you know, and, and unfortunately, I think they will play him because the the concept for a lot of uh, the the medical staff dealing with these these professional athletes who really want to get out there is that hey, let them get out there and see whatever they can do, and in the off season, boom, you get them back to the operating room and you do that second surgery, and you get him rehabbed for the next season. So um, I just think he's not going to be effective. So we have a little bit of time. Jesse's got uh, the quick fire injury notes. Jesse, feel free to to pop through maybe five or ten of these. But, guys, you want to follow uh, the Fantasy Doctors and Jesse on Twitter because uh, Saturday and Sundays you are going to get some insight or quick roster moves that you may want to meet, uh, make from the inactives to some quick updates on, on some of the marquee players. So, Jesse, go ahead. All right. I'm going to do this quick and just kind of give you the, the, the quick and dirty for each player. Tom Brady, Achilles injury, possible hand injury, which no one has mentioned, but great matchup, will play. Uh, Cam Newton, thumb injury, uh, maybe something else going on with him, but he has a good matchup. He should play. Rodgers getting closer, able to throw a 50-yard pass this past week, eligible to return in week 15. Uh, Jay Cutler, clear concussion, sneaky play this week. C.J. Bethard suffered knee contusion, hip strain, but Garoppolo is playing, starting. Paxton Lynch, high ankle sprain, returning in two to four weeks realistically, but looked awful. Julio Jones had an unbelievable week with a crazy catch, ankle injury, but no problem, start him. Uh, Jarvis Landry, knee injury, likely to play uh, wide receiver one upside. D-Jack's foot, uh, limit him, wide receiver three. Rashard Matthews sat last week with a hamstring, likely to play. Uh, Migraines for uh, Sterling Shepard, likely to play. Funches, toe, likely to play. Hogan, out again. Uh, Will Fuller, out again. Um, John Brown, turf toe, probably a couple more weeks. Uh, Lamar Miller, knee injury, likely to play. Adrian Peterson, neck injury, continue to monitor. Uh, 
Uh, Terrence West, uh, dealing calf, not a big deal. Uh, unlikely to play. Uh, Jimmy Graham, been dealing with the ankle injury for weeks. Uh, top five uh, tight end. Jordan Reed, just forget about him. Uh, Martellus Bennett uh, actually went to the IR with a severe hamstring injury in addition to his shoulder. And Colby Flanner suffered a pretty severe concussion that I was discussing with someone on Twitter earlier this week. Uh, and uh, he's not going to play uh, maybe a couple more weeks, but he kind of fell off the grid. That's all I got for you. Man, that sounded like the days when I was a resident and the surgical roundout. We just went bam, bam, bam. And that's the way I like it. Thank you, Jesse. So that's going to wrap up week 13's Fantasy Doctor podcast. You want to make sure you stay tuned to all of us through Twitter, the Fantasy Doctors, myself, Jesse. We will be providing you guys insight live as it's happening into these injuries on a game-to-game basis. And, heck, if you're into uh, fantasy for the NBA and the upcoming MLB season, even soccer, we've got all your sports covered. So make sure you stay tuned to us. Check out the uh, analytics on our Fantasy Doctor site, and we will see you next week.